Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Strictly Facts, a guide to Caribbean history and culture. I'm your host, Alexandria Miller, here to share the history of the region I love and call home, the Caribbean. But before getting to that, first and foremost, I want to say a big thank you to all the listeners who sent us DMs about our last episode on the UNESCO World Heritage Sites in the region and how much they look forward to traveling there. And so I look forward to hopefully seeing your photos later on this summer as you make your way through all of your summer travels. So be sure to tag us at Strictly Facts Pod on your favorite social media platforms. So since that episode was so popular, I decided to continue our travel recommendations this week with the Strictly Facts list of some of the scariest places to visit in the region. If your upbringing was anything like mine, duppy stories or tales of jumbies have left a lasting impression, to put it nicely. Moving past the fears often associated with such places, there is often a shred of truth on some of these centuries-old tales that have, you know, now morphed into the stories we know today. So if you're looking for a scary place or even potentially dangerous place to travel this summer, keep on listening. First on our list is the tomb of Gangang Sarah at Le Corto, Tobago, on Golden Lane. The legend of Gangang Sarah has a few different versions, but the one I know says that Sarah flew from Africa to look for her family that was stolen by enslavers and remained in Tobago as a local midwife and healer, ultimately staying after falling in love with an enslaved man named Tom. After Tom's death, Sarah, whom the community said practiced witchcraft, climbed to the top of one of the biggest silk cotton trees on Golden Lane to begin her flight back to Africa but had accidentally eaten salt, ridden her of her magical powers, and causing her to fall to her death. Whether you believe the mythical parts of Sarah's story or not, there was indeed a midwife named Sarah and her lover Tom working on a nearby plantation, both of whom are buried at the bottom of the silk cotton tree still to this day. Some of the people of Golden Lane and its surrounding areas caution against visiting the silk cotton tree late at night for fear of those practicing witchcraft, presumably in Sarah's honor. But even so, this is a tremendous story of colonial history that still remains intact many centuries later. And there's even a short ballad that I'll include in our show notes that summarizes Sarah's story. Secondly, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Flatbridge located on Bog Walk in St. Catherine, Jamaica over the Rio Cobre, one of the oldest bridges in Jamaica dating back almost 300 years. The Beam Bridge carries with it both the ill-fated stories of enslaved laborers, many of whom lost their lives as a result of the neighboring plantation owners being obligated to provide labor for the building of the bridge, and an everlasting flooding problem when heavy rains inundate the Rio Cobre able to facilitate one lane at a time and measuring at about 45 meters or 148 feet, not only did the bridge completely wash away between 1881 and 1915, needing to be completely rebuilt, but there are also a host of myths associated with Flatbridge, like the railings being recurrently stripped away by rivamomas or mermaids, and that when the waters turn green, it is said to be the duppies going in to pull someone in. 
Though I have definitely been fortunate enough to cross Flatbridge several times safely, I have plenty of friends and family members who opt to take the longer alternative routes through Slagoville or Barrie instead of taking the intimidating Flatbridge. Next up is the St. George's Walking Tour in Bermuda. The town of St. George's dates back to actually 1612 and is one of, indeed, the UNESCO World Heritage Sites. The oldest continuously inhabited place in the New World, St. George's Tour, is equal parts history, folklore, and reactments from local actors who, through all of this, you'll learn about the true history of the town's original settlers, along with being against some of the cobblestone streets and alleys that are original to St. George's. Some of the stories shared include the history of the infamous gunpowder plot, which is, you know, if you're not familiar, in 1775, amidst the U.S. Revolutionary War against then-colonizer Britain, the revolutionary troops were successfully beating the British troops, but were quickly running out of gunpowder. The budding American troops also then took issue with some of the British loyal colonies and thus decided to institute an embargo that would then stop trade with the British colonies in the Caribbean. Bermudan merchant Henry Tucker traveled to Philadelphia where he learned of the American gunpowder shortage and joined forces with U.S. founding father Benjamin Franklin to not only secure gunpowder for America, but also keep Bermuda outside of the embargo, especially because America was a major food importer for the Caribbean colony at the time. Bermuda had a large supply of gunpowder due to the 1691 policy through which visiting ships had to either donate money or gunpowder to the island under the protection of Governor George James Poiré. On August 14, 1775, Tucker led a group of conspirators who stole over 3,000 pounds of gunpowder, successfully getting it to U.S. troops and serving as a major turning point for the Revolutionary War. This story and many others are what you'll learn alongside the ghost of St. George's past in over its 400-year history. And last but certainly not least on the list is the Eating Brown Estate in Nevis on the now twin island of St. Kitts and Nevis. The estate was established by James Brown Sr. in 1740 and eventually was purchased by Edward Huggins near the turn of the century, who turned the estate into a successful sugar plantation. Despite his financial success, Huggins was also infamous for his cruelty towards slaves, even being tried in a British court in 1817 for his crimes. Around this time, Huggins' daughter Julia was also slated to be married to a member of the Maynard family, who were relatively known at the time for having more compassion, especially compared to the Huggins family, for their treatment of slaves. On Julia's wedding day, Walter Maynard, her groom, and her brother, John Huggins, reportedly got into a dispute, though it's not fully clear what the reasoning was. Stories say that the two either got into a disagreement over the Huggins family's treatment of slaves, or by some accounts, it was over an enslaved girl. Though the full cause of the dispute is not clear, the two men's lives were eventually cut short after ending in a duel in which both James and Walter shot each other. The Eden Brown estate is said to be haunted today by Julia's ghost, who 
allegedly went mad after the death of her fiancé and brother. But now today, you can visit the ruins of the estate and see if Julia's presence still lives on. And with that, listeners, that brings us to the end of our haunted travel spots that you can definitely visit for some added Caribbean history this summer. There are so many more to name, though. So if you have one that you plan on visiting or you've traveled to one and want to share your experiences, feel free to send us a DM or a voice note and let us know what you thought. Do be sure to share Strictly Facts with your family and friends. Let us know your thoughts by leaving us a rating and be sure to tune in every other Wednesday for more Caribbean history with us. So till next time, look more and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Take care.